This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Corey Smith, Pack Pride, joining us here on the Adam Gold Show alongside Luis Fernandez. I'm Dennis Cox. Corey, thanks for your time. We've seen Ebenezer Dewana now is in the transfer portal. We know Terquavion Smith is likely going to go to the NBA. Jarko Joyner out of eligibility. What's Keats going to do again to get into the transfer portal to try and rebuild that backcourt once again? Uh, the biggest thing that you know that Kevin Keats can do this year is you know stick to the same plan that you had last year. There's mm-hmm. connections on this coaching staff. Uh, obviously, there's connections with guys that they've gone after in the past. Uh, as most people have noticed now at this point, uh, NC State is recruiting Dontrez Styles, a former UNC player that you know happens to be. Uh, you know, a pretty popular name in the state of North Carolina. They went yeah. after him previously. So uh, that's, a, that's a guy that, you know, they had a prior connection with, and they recruited really hard out of high school. Uh, so they're kind of going right back into that. And that's, that's I think, what, what they're going to try to do this offseason is do that, but also, you know, go with the connections of the staff that they have. All the three guys they brought in from last year that helped them to bring in, you know, a lot of the guys that they had this past offseason. Uh, so, Corey, two-part question here. One, uh, what fast food establishment do you think uh, Kevin Keats uh, enjoys the most, number one? And two, um, when you see the success of people like DJ Burns and Jarkel Joyner who have come in through the transfer portal at State, you know, what, what does that do for a recruiting perspective for, for the Wolfpack as they you know, continue to fill out this roster by going into the transfer portal again? Yeah, if I had to go with fast food of choice for Kevin Keats, maybe Bojangles okay. uh, or maybe filet one of the two that Respect. feels on brand yeah Respect. that makes sense yeah he's a pretty classy guy uh so uh, we're gonna go with that with that but i mean yeah you know the the big impact of of this past offseason of bringing a guy like dj burns in uh you know and, and several of the others that, that they had come in the big thing there is when you look at the the immediate impact that they had uh, a guy like dj burns uh you know that potentially has another year coming into this year. Mm-hmm. The thing is when you when you get those kinds of guys and you get the you know the the immediate fit that they have in your system and the scoring that they had, uh, that I think helps to attract other players too because you, know, you look back at this past offseason, they had to basically start from scratch and find new guys. Uh, and that was you know that was what they were able to come up with uh, somehow or another. Uh, the thing is going into this offseason you know, they're more organized uh, as far as NIL is concerned. It was, there was some disorganization last offseason and trying to get things together. Uh, but, you know, now that you, you show off what you were able to do with guys like Jarkel Joyner, DJ Burns, uh, and, you know, obviously Jack Clark in a limited capacity, Dusan Mahorchic in a limited capacity, that makes it more attractive for transfers to come in too. How does a coach like Keats, or really any other coach, I asked this to Ross Martin earlier of, of Inside Carolina, how does a coach balance bringing in freshmen, guys that you can develop, versus, for example, like a Traquavion Smith, an impact guy as a freshman and as a sophomore, versus supplementing the roster with the portal? Because you could play the portal game every single year. You could turn over your roster six, seven, eight new guys every year if you want to, but also at the same time, it's six, seven, eight new guys every year, and it's hard to have continuity in that regard. How does it? How does Keats or any any other coach balance bringing in the freshmen, having guys in your program for several years to keep your culture, and finding the guys that fit the program? Delicately, 
uh, is the best way yeah. to say it. That's, that's, a, that's the best term I've heard used, honestly. Yeah, because honestly, you know, you, you look at what NC State, for example, NC State is bringing in next year. You know, they only have two guys that they have coming in, and those were replacing the two obvious scholarships that they had that were going to be gone. Uh, the way they've done it this season is you knew that Terquavion Smith, you knew that Jarkel Joyner were going to be gone. You expected Dusan Mahorchich to be gone, but it doesn't sound like he's necessarily uh, going to be leaving simply because of the fact that you have a chance for a medical waiver with him. Uh, we'll see where that ends up leading. But you know, the big thing was they said, all right, we're going to bring in Trey Parker and Dennis Parker, two top you know, 75 guys for next year. Uh, you have a dynamic player in Trey Parker that they feel like can help them, you know, if not next year down the road. Uh, and then Dennis Parker is another guy that, you know, coming from a state champion program up in Virginia, mm-hmm. he's played with Team Loader for several years. Uh, he's a really strong scorer, played in the MBPA Top 100 last year uh, and showed out there. So, you know, you're, you're bringing in guys that you feel like can immediately help you in that sense. Uh, and, you know, so you have to balance that with the fact that, you know, you're going to, you know, you just have to look at your roster makeup. Who are you? Who's leaving? Uh, who's supposed to be coming in? Uh, and that's what Keats did this past offseason. You knew that guys like Sean Phillips that you were hoping was going to come in uh, decommits and goes elsewhere. Well, all right, we know we need a big man. Let's go out and find DJ Burns and Dusan Mahorchich because those guys can replace Manny Bates and Sean Phillips. Mm-hmm. The expectation of one coming off the bench and one being in the starting rotation so I think this offseason, that's exactly what they're going to do again is is fill those voids that you have with inexperience, uh, you know, as of right now and try to build that inexperience so that by the time you get there, you, know, you can actually be able to kind of figure out what your roster makeup is going to be uh, for each and every single season. Like, again, example, LJ Thomas for NC State this past offseason, yeah. this past season, really developed, you know, wasn't able to get on the court a ton, but the hope is that, you get him back next season and he can be, you know, a really, really key player uh, at that, you know, that shooting guard rotation. Do you go out and find somebody that can immediately fill the void that Terquavion Smith left? Or do you say, hey, we we get somebody that can be in competition with him uh, to step in and take that void? That, that's a great example of that because he did really take advantage of the opportunities that he did get, even though there weren't as many out there. Um, so, OK, let's let's look at state as a whole, like big picture type thing right now. All right. So you come in this year uh, overperform, I think, a lot of people's expectations for this Wolfpack team. You get to the NCAA tournament again and you get a, a tough draw in that first round go, a team against Creighton, who, you know, we've seen make it to the Sweet 16 now. Um what do you see this NC State team? How do they take that next step as a program under Keats? I, I know that's a very big picture question, but what does that look like? Yeah, you know, I think the next step this upcoming year is, you know, not only getting back to the NCAA tournament, but, you know, winning a game, making a run, potentially trying to get to a Sweet 16. You know, it's it's funny because we talked about this last offseason, and it was, you know, all the questions were, what does NC State need to do to be able to, you know, for, for Keats to be off the hot seat. And it was make the NCAA tournament. And that seemed like, you know, such a distant thing based off of going 11 and 22, 11 and 22 last season uh, and then turning things around this season. I think the expectation going into this year is to make the NCAA tournament again, get a higher seed, you know, compete for the ACC championship, uh, which is hopefully what you can do if you're able to bring in, you know, the types of guards that they're hoping to bring in and retain the players that they're hoping to retain, uh, so I do think there's a chance to be able to compete there. Uh, and then at the same time, you know, try to get to the NCAA tournament again, you know, get a higher seed, 
you know, somewhere around, I don't know, somewhere between like a five and seven would be obviously great because you have a, a much better matchup there, a team that you feel like you can beat. Uh, and hopefully don't run into a Creighton team that should have been a three seed, uh, ended up being a six seed mm-hmm. or a, no, it was a, five, a six seed. Yeah. yeah. Should have ended up being a three seed and, and will more than likely make the elite eight and, and push for a final four. So. Corey Smith, Pack Pride, joining us here on the Adam Gold Show with Luis Fernandez. I'm Dennis Cox. We've seen Ebenezer Dewana is going into the transfer portal. Do you expect anyone else to be going into the portal? Or does a guy like Casey Morcel, DJ Burns, use their final year of eligibility and stay at state? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I think a couple others will. You know, I mean, at least one right now. Uh, but the thing is, for NC State, you have to go into, you know, retain mode at this point. Yeah. Like you said, Casey Morsell is, is a key player that they hope to get back. DJ Burns is another one that, you know, slipped up after the ACC or after the uh, the NCAA tournament loss and said, you know, we'll be back next year. Uh, wouldn't definitively say that he was going to be back, but, you know, did, did put himself in the, the we conversation with the yeah. team next year. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I do think you're going to have at least one more go in. And, you know, it's interesting because we, we talk about this and we try not to talk about it in definitives when it comes to, you know, the transfer portal simply because of the fact that it could change based off of, you know, who you get and and where guys see themselves in the pecking order. You know, if you go out and you get a, you know, another top line guard that can score, you know, 16 to 18 points and a guy like Breon Pass or LJ Thomas looks at that and says, hey, I don't see myself in the rotation. They could enter themselves in the portal, even sure. if they weren't expecting to so I just think it's such a fluid situation that it's it's hard to really say you know put a number on it right now but I do know the big thing for NC State too and we don't even talk about this is the fact that they get the extra scholarship this upcoming year you get that back that you lost this past season so there is an extra spot to fill as well so they can go out with with some fluidity and know that hey we have this one to burn uh, but we also know that there's going to be a couple others that you know, that might be gone and AB Dewan and kind of starting that process. Hey, I didn't, that's a good point. I didn't even think about having, getting that scholarship back. How willing is NC State to play, I like to call it play the NIL game in terms of using NIL money, not only to maybe, again, I know you're not supposed to use it to entice recruiting and all that stuff. Let's be real. Um, how much are they willing to use NIL and their collective to, not only get recruits in that are freshmen, but to get some of these guys out of the portal, like, hey, you can come get this certain amount of money through our collective, and then you have the potential to earn more during your time here. Like, DJ Burns, I don't know how much he got from the NIL collective to come to state, but I, I'm for darn sure that he probably is making more than when he initially was starting off because the guy has become a star and face of the, of the program. Uh, or one of them, I should say. How willing is NC State to, quote-unquote, play the game? 
Yeah, I mean, I think they're very willing. Uh, they were they were very willing last year to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unfortunate part is, you know, things like the Pack of Wolves Collective, you know, Savage Wolves is another one that's emerged here recently. Uh, there's several others that are out there. You know, there's an, a company that's called Obsesh that's working with the baseball team right now and putting together, you know, Meet the Pack Day for them. The big thing for NC State was, like I said earlier, it just wasn't very organized last year. And, you know, they were having to depend very heavily on those connections. And, you know, Jarkel Joyner coming over from Ole Miss, uh, you know, Levi Watkins was his coach there previously. You know, Jack Clark was a guy that that knew the NC State program pretty well. Actually, James Johnson got him before James Johnson left. So, you know, a couple of those guys came in through those connections. The thing for, like you said, you know, the, the big thing for NC State is you can not only say, hey, we're going to give you this baseline from the collective, but you can see the emergence of players like a Casey Morsell. It yeah. took him two years, but, you know, Casey Morsell even has had several, you know, several NIL opportunities because of his successful play after transferring from UVA. You know, obviously DJ Burns is a big one. So you can not only go out there and say, hey, this is what you're going to get from us, but you know that you know those opportunities are going to come because out of the tw- out of the you know ten to twelve players that might actually get on the court, uh, you have a pretty good shot of being uh, one of the key faces of this team if you get into the starting rotation. Let me ask you this, Corey, because it does sound like there's a little bit of you know smoke in this situation. Um, Dontrez Styles, should he choose to come to NC State, what how, how would how would that make you feel? What, what, do you, what do you think that does from a, a rivalry perspective for UNC and State? How would that make me feel? No, I mean, it's, you know, the the big thing here, I think a lot of people are putting a lot of stock into this, like, hey, NC State just wants to to poke UNC or you know, just want, I mean, honestly, Kevin Keats, when he recruited Dontrez Styles uh, back in the 20, I want to say 2020 class, I believe it was, that, mm-hmm. that whole, you know, year is a blur. Uh, but, you know, when they went out and recruited him, it was to be, you know, a very similar fit to a guy like Darion Sebron alongside Terquavion Smith. Like they wanted him to be that kind of like drive slash to the basket type of guy can play with the ball in his hands uh, and, you know, can play defense. And that's something that he actually did pretty well at UNC. So while I think a lot of people are going, oh, well, it's just because of the rivalry that they want Dontrez Styles. No, they want Dontrez Styles because of the type of player they feel like he can be, just like UNC wanted him for the type of player they felt he could be. But uh, I think they want to give him kind of that second chance, uh, and and no better place to do it than at NC State and be able to you know potentially beat UNC with him uh, in that rotation. So I do think there's a little bit more than just the you know the fact that it's a rivalry because man, they really love Dontrez Styles coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously the shot needs to improve, but. Now, you've seen what a driving type of player can do in this Kevin Keats system. You saw it with, obviously, with Darion Sebron a couple years ago. You pair that with some shooters. You pair that with a big man down low that can score, and suddenly that really opens up this offense. Regardless of what that past school was, for sure, it definitely it's a good fit. It's, it's yeah. a good fit for, for yeah. NC State, for both, for both parties. It is a good fit. Corey Smith, Pack Pride. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Smith. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. 
That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.